2013 Legends of John Fantasy Football Podcast. Narf money coming at you, and I am riding high from the best football week of my life. I am joined by Lionel. We're talking about 193.5, the NFC Champion Eagles, Tron Ranks, Eliminator Strategy, Waiver Wire Pickups, Power Rankings, Lionel's Quarterbacks, Week 2, Anton's Honeymoon, everything else, let's go! Alright guys, week one is in the books, Nar finished the greatest week of his life, and on the phone right now is Lionel to help talk about it. What's up? What's up, Nar? I'm coming off the greatest football week of my life, both fantasy and real NFL. Yeah, I was uh, pretty impressed with both your and the Eagles' performance. Did you watch the Monday night game? I did. I didn't watch uh, the second one, the... Whatever it was. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch that either. I was too excited about the Eagles. Uh, the Chargers, yeah, no. Although the Chargers actually were up like three touchdowns and blew it somehow. Um, yeah, they blew it. Um, but no, it was, uh, I mean, I'm not taking too much away from the Eagles' performance just because of how bad uh, the whole game was. But LaShawn McCoy did, did look pretty good. Yeah, I was very happy with that. I mean, he had 22 rushes in the first half. Like, I, when's the last time that's happened in football? Like, they, they ran more plays in the first half than the Panthers ran in the game. It was so much fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, looked like the Eagles of, I don't know, like, what, three, four years ago? Like, Vic throwing to Deshaun Jackson? De- like, definitely. I mean, that, like, when, they were, when their offense was just unstoppable. I mean, yeah. the fact that Deshaun just looks happy again, he's just been, like, miserable looking for the past three years. And, like, then he doesn't run routes, doesn't get open, like... The whole team was just loving this. Like they were all hugging Chip Kelly. It's it's a great start in Philadelphia. I, I'm I think we're going to win the division. Actually, I've said that all along, but I'm really sure about it now. It's just uh, it, it's week one, so I wouldn't get too excited. Oh, I'm I'm getting too excited. The Redskins looked bad. Both the Cowboys and Giants looked awful when they played each other. Yeah, I mean the the Giants Cowboys game was just like like watching two teams that do not want to win anything this year. So. No. The, I mean, the, the, the first pass, uh, did you see that game also? Like, Eli's first pass when he threw the ball to DeMarcus Ware from five feet away was one of the worst things I've ever seen. There were some epic Manning faces in that game, too. Yeah, they're, they're great gifts of them, of him just pouting off. It's, it, uh, God, that, <laughs> that was good. I didn't watch the whole thing because I had to cut out to watch Breaking Bad, which is going to be a problem okay. for Sunday nights. But I, I caught the third and fourth quarters of that game. That's good. I, I assume you you watched the the Jets Bucks game as well, just because everyone was so excited about that match. Well, unfortunately, that was not on live TV in the Philadelphia market, but I did see <laughs> the the end on Red Zone when what's the linebacker Levante something? 
Uh yeah, I don't know. He's like he's some second year. He's not that good. Yes, yeah, he was he was he was, he was he was crying after that. I felt kind of bad for him. Well, yeah. I mean, the replays. I'm not a positive. Geno Smith is all the way out of bounds either. I think he may have still been in bounds, but I mean, if if they if it's even close, they're gonna oh oh they're they're clearly gonna call it. Um, and what was the field goal? If they didn't do that, would have been what like 65 yards or something like. Uh, yeah, even longer than that, probably. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it ended up being like a forty-four yarder. So yeah, I guess it would have been. Yeah. Do you think they would have had Nick Foles try to kick it or just throw up a hail mary on the last play? I probably would have gone for a hail mary, but I don't know. I, th- I think uh, Nick Folk has made one sixty-yarder in his life. So yeah, they, they showed those graphics. So are you, are you optimistic about the Jets now, or does that just mean nothing? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. I mean, I mean, I'm excited that it's football season again i'm excited i get to watch the jets but i don't have high hopes for them although patriots look did not look very good i mean obviously they have a lot of injuries so tomorrow should be i think tomorrow is going to be closer than people are giving yeah i actually have uh the patriots my eliminator pick right now and i'm kind of nervous about that i think i'm probably going to change it before tomorrow is this a podcast also to talk about eliminator oh that's on the agenda we're going to get to that Okay, so we'll get to that, but I, I don't. I mean, I don't think there's any point in picking a Patriots this early in the season. So, all right, well, we, we can get the strategy. So, so tell me um, anything new in your life that all the Trons listening should know about. That all the Trons. Yeah, all the all the Trons that listen. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I, I mean, What's I, the I will say I will, I will say that this was an amazing summer and a very very. Uh, special event happened for me, something I've uh, really been looking forward to for a long time, which is that uh, Interabang made the finals of Wildwood. I was just uh, going to cut in and say that if you had gone to your wedding instead. I, I had that lined up in my head. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that, that was fun, but um, Interabang and Wildwood was, was really that was a special thing. by far the highlight of my summer, too, until this past football week. Um, are, are, we still, are we still set for tattoos next year after we win? Yeah, and so this is interesting. I don't know if you know about this, but Noah apparently was did he not, has one. No, he no. That would be that would be impressive. Uh, um, he, he did not know that he was uh, mandated to get a tattoo if we win the whole thing. He said he didn't like agree to that. Wasn't he there when we were talking about it? No, I'm pretty sure he was. And so, I mean, I think he still would, but we, we should you know, hold him to that. And for, for, for all guys on the team, that's a requirement to be on the team now. I, I absolutely agree 100%. And if members of Legends of Tron are listening and are, you know, eager to be on Interrobang at some point, the best thing they can do is commit to getting a tattoo. Gets, although, what about those New York dudes? They, they probably would not sign a tattoo waiver, I'm guessing. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe we should consider making them do that and also the women that we get from year to year i mean that's if, if we can i mean is, is randall going to sign up for that uh i don't think so i mean i don't think she's a big tattoo person well, what happened in her fantasy draft who, who did she end up with did you help her okay uh yeah so i can tell the other listeners about this um my, my wife is doing fantasy football for the first time with with her brother her brother older brother runs a league and it's a 14 team keeper league intense which is intense and they get to keep five players every year that's that's a lot so that's ridiculous so basically the first five rounds of the draft were just 
um, Megan and the other one new person going back and forth between picking the best available players. <laughs> oh, because oh, everyone else already had their keepers. Exactly. Oh, so, I yeah. knew this was like the first year of the league or something. Oh, it's completely different. No, it's completely different. The be- I mean, somehow RG3 was available, I guess, just because of injury concerns. Uh, the best receiver available uh, was like AJ Green, I think. Oh, uh, that's a pretty good receiver. It's a pretty good receiver. Uh, the best available running back, I think, was Bush, who's also good. But hey, again, my boy. Yeah, I know he's your boy now. You you you're got a lot going for for week <laughs> one. So, oh, tell me about. Uh, it. Anyhow, so yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. Uh, it should it should be noted that her league is fifty dollars, and that's the minimum I've heard any league being. being yeah, on. we need we need to start a movement to up our buy-in. I'm actually okay upping our buy-in right now if everyone wants to, but. Yeah, I, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Uh, I mean, I I think it's good. We have we have the eliminator now, so we have a little more money in the pool. Uh, I'm sure you know Fuse has like four other leagues that he runs to, and you know, yeah. Good. Well, Fuse threw up a new side bet with me today. Actually, he bet me that he says Andre Johnson goes over 1600 receiving yards on the season. I, I said no to that. I, I'm pretty confident about that too. You're pretty confident that he will. He will not. Fuse has will. I have will not. He's he's never done it in his career. He's 32 right now. Yeah, I I, I think there's a good chance he he will not even get above 1500. But I, I agree. I I'd, I'd say he's going to hit like 11 to 1300 range. But I mean, he had a good first game. He's at 146 right now because I looked it up earlier today when I made the bet. But I'm still I'm still happy with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think. Terrell Pryor is going to rush for 2,000 yards, though, either, you know? Uh-huh. Like, you mean you can't just take their week one stats and times it by 16? No, I mean, that would be fun, but... Right, because Peyton Manning is on pace for many, many touchdowns. Um, all right, so, so so let's get on to, to your draft strategy, dude. You were the number one pick. I did. So um, where were you in the lottery, like fourth or fifth, I was, right? I was, I was fourth, and I, I think I probably would have picked... Uh, fourth or third, if that were still available. Oh, uh, I thought one was your first choice going into it. No, um, I, I kind of went back and forth. I, I, I think, I think when I made the pick, I was really happy to get number one. I mean, what it, it went four, three, two, one, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't. I was looking at the. I mean, just the problem is that with fifth or sixth, like I'm going to have to make a choice. Whereas with the number one pick, it was basically made for me like if you yeah there's there's no well i wouldn't have said it was crazy if you had gone breeze there i don't think but i may be in the minority on that opinion yeah i think you are i mean honestly our league does overvalue quarterbacks but i think just adrian peterson is just going to give me a chance to to win every week even if i have a shitty performance from other players i agree completely but like tell me your thoughts on his week one he gave you 30 points but like, I watched a lot of that game. I wasn't, like, he didn't run well after that first run. He didn't do anything. I was going to, yeah. I mean, I was going to say he got, like, 70 yards on his first run. It was, like, the first touch of the game. Yeah. And then he had 20-something for the rest of the game. Maybe and not, all, not on that run, he looked awesome. He, like, juked a linebacker out of his feet and then just, like, sprinted past the, the defensive backs. But, I mean, that's as, I would think, as discouraging a 30-point game as I could think of. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. But, uh the defense that he was looking at, I mean, that, uh, they did, sli- like, some, I read some article that they were, like, trying to analyze the defense that they were putting up against him, and they had, like, so many 
it was basically they were just only trying to prevent. Yeah, I, I saw some stats too. I think they put eight men in the box, like the most percentage right. of plays of all time. Yeah, it was something ridiculous where they were just like, we are not going to let him run. And so what did they do? Like, they just passed it to him and made him run. And he, you know, had like, you know, two touchdowns in the air. And I mean, it was ridiculous. So. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's still great. Like, there's no doubt. Unless he gets injured, he can't not have a good season, I don't think. And the only points I, like, I, I miss out on are the like, uh, you know, 100-yard rushing or 200-yard rushing bonuses, right? Like, I mean, Pat, yeah. you get the same number of points for... Uh, receiving yards and rushing yards and receiving touchdowns and rushing touchdowns. So yep. it doesn't Absolutely make a difference. Correct. And you get the, the half point PPRs anyway, so exceptions are a little bit better. Um, right, exactly. So, yeah. So, so, you chose, really so you chose Peterson one. Like, were there players you were then hoping to get at the your second, third pick? I guess that's 24, 25. Uh, yeah, I was actually really happy with uh, getting Steven Jackson. Uh, I wanted, I mean, I went into the this draft with a little bit of a a different strategy. I, I, you know, I figured I was going to get uh, a good chance of getting like a, a running back just because everyone in our league loves quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, like top tier running backs go so late in our league. It's, it's really, if you read like ESPN mocks, like we're so far counter to everything they do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and so I think, yeah, this, this season, I, I mean, last year I, I did the, I don't know, QB wide receiver, early thing, and this year I said I was going to try and get some points out of the running back position. Ah. So I'm pretty happy with my draft. Obviously, the I, the one pick I'm not happy with is another running back in Le'Veon Bell, or whatever his name is, who's injured. Le'Veon? Or Le'Veon? Is it Le'Veon or Le'Veon? I don't know how to say it. Um. It's, got an, it's got an apostrophe in it somewhere, but yeah. like, I also, I mean, like, I have, a, I mean, if you look at my, this is also a, a pitch to all the listeners out there that I need, or I want to trade uh, a running back, you know, I kind of have, I need some quarterback value, and I have a lot of running back value right Soliciting now. Soliciting trades on on the podcast. I don't know if that's happened absolutely, before, actually. Absolutely. I'm looking at you, CB. I'm looking at you, uh, Vigo. You guys have quarterbacks on your bench, and I could use them. And I have running backs on my bench that you could use. So Interesting. Make me an offer. Make, make some trades. Let's get some trades going live on the podcast. Um, although yeah. it's probably impossible. Because they're not. Yeah, no. You, you could have people call in. I'm sure that works, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll figure. I'll figure something out. Um, so yeah, so you were happy with your draft. Were there any like particular picks or trends that surprised you? I mean, I know we said QBs go really early. I thought the draft was. Pre- I thought people drafted pretty smart this year compared to years previous. I did too. I mean, Cam Newton in the first round, I don't like. Yeah, uh, actually, actually, I kind of agree with that too. He was the quarterback <laughs> I wouldn't have taken in the first round. I don't. I yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't like. Even if even if he does well this season, I don't think he's like the just picking a quarterback. And was that CB who did it? Yeah, it was Quiberoy. But then the thing is, he got Spiller in the second round, and like on almost all rankings, like you'd say Spiller's a first round pick, Newton's a second round pick, and it looks a lot better. Like, it looks a lot, I, yeah, it looks a lot better. But I don't think anyone would have picked Cam Newton. I mean, you, you have to figure like who who else was going to take Cam Newton that early. I mean, I, I didn't draft my quarterbacks. I mean, granted, they're not great until the fifth round. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I kind of think your quarterbacks suck, but we can get to that also. Um, they do. They, they do suck. But, again, like, this is... This is uh, the, the strategy here is, like, you want... I mean, the point is, CB could have picked Cam Newton much later and gotten Arian Foster and, you know, CJ Spiller or something. Yeah, no, it, it's true. Anyone... If anyone in the late first round 
had gone running back, running back, which no one did, they could have like two dominant looking running backs right now. Like just like you said, like Foster and Spiller or Foster and Alfred Morris or Trent Richardson. Like there were really good running backs available in the second round. Yeah. Uh, the other pick that I didn't like was Jimmy Graham. Uh, I think that's Anton. It is Anton. Round. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I guess it's it's uh, like mitigated a little bit by the fact that we now have the wide receiver tight end position, so you can start two tight ends. But but I, but I, Anton's uh, not going to do that ever. Like I don't even think he has a second tight end on his roster. Oh uh, well, yeah. I don't. I I think I think that's like the the new hotness is picking Jimmy Graham early. Completely, so. completely agree with you. Um, and if you're going to pick him, I think you have to go running back first. Like, you can't not have a running back or a wide out in the first two rounds. Like, I think you're just so far behind the curve at both those positions then. Yeah, Which, who did he end up... Okay, so he picked Rodgers first, and he, then... He went Rodgers, Graham. Rodgers, Graham, and then so... Who is his? Uh, who did he take in the third and fourth rounds? Um, he's got Stephen Ridley on his roster. I think that was his third round pick. Um, okay. And then maybe Re- Reggie Wayne. I'm looking at his roster, not the draft order, but it looks like Ridley Wayne, um, which I wouldn't be happy with either of those as your number one running back or wideout. Is Ridley the injured one? Who's the injured? No, Vereen the injured one. Ridley's the one that fumbled and got benched. <laughs> Yeah, two points. Anton, so, yeah. Anton's running combined for two and a half points week one. Awesome. All right, so maybe maybe Anton should be looking to trade with me. For he he back probably back. should. So so I'm with you. I think Jimmy Graham goes too early. I think, like, round three or four makes a lot more sense. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, so let's get on to week one. You beat Fuse, which I'm thrilled about because I love when people beat Fuse. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, – I mean, it was kind of fun – uh, playing against him just because I, I got to see my my team naming skills in action for two teams. Well, um, he's actually already changed his team, if you've noticed. Yeah, what is this, Andre the Giant? Andre the Giant, so Fuse by week two has had three team names already. That is good pace. It's 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 kind of ridiculous, and honestly, I, I don't think there are many that many people would say my, I, mean, I think my team name has been the best of those. I think I like your team name a lot, actually. What do you What do you think about CB copying you though with two Aaron Hernandez names? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, th- I I don't know. If, he might have had his first. It, it's unclear to me. Uh, like I didn't see his until I think he had already had it up for a little while. So it's possible we were just um, you know geniuses in our own right. But my icon, my logo, is much better than his. So I I, I agree. Um, no, yours yours is a good team name. I thought about going Aaron Hernandez for a second, but decided. A lot of other people would probably do it better, so I didn't bother trying. Um, yeah. So it was, it was actually like a really high-scoring week, as far as I can remember. I think like okay, yeah, you had one forty-six, and like yeah. that's the fifth highest score. I can go back to last. I could actually go back to any week and add it up, but I'm not going to. But I'm guessing <laughs> this is. I, I mean, I can do all last season very easily because I have all that in Excel. Previous to that, I don't. Yeah. But um, I'm going to guess this yeah. might be the highest-scoring week ever. I, I would definitely say that. That was my initial... I think we talked about this in, in Tron Chat as well. Part of it is that there's there's no buys, so the early season is... There's a, like there's a little bit more high scoring, yeah. but I don't think I've ever seen... We only had one person score below 100. And yeah, that, yeah, that hit 99.5. Right. And, but like, and then there had so many people above or close to 130, 150, 160, and your... Ridiculous, hundred ninety three point five, which is 
Where does that, where does that rank in like historical? Uh, third all time. So does LC have the top two in that? Or? No, I actually updated it today because I was very proud of myself. Um, I'm going to go to that <laughs> section. It's LC's number one, and I think Anton is number two off the top of my head. Um, yep, LC had 232, Anton had 200 and a half, and then Narf at 193.5. Like I, I, I am, I would be willing to bet, and I am willing to bet if any anyone listening wants to take me up on it, that this is the highest score Priest will have for the rest of the season, and he lost. Yeah, I feel Priest had a really rough week. He had the second highest score and lost. Um, yeah, yeah, and he's the only one out of Eliminator. Yeah, that's that's tough. But again, he made a bad pick for Eliminator, so I think he got you know what was coming to him. Yeah. Um, so you you want you want to get that? Who did you did you think that was a worse pick than the Chiefs over the Jags? Because CB was talking on the email thread about how bad he thought the Chiefs pick was. Uh, I don't. I guess this is uh, this is interesting because I, I don't want to talk too much about my strategy. I, I agree. Um, I'll say I've I've mapped out the first ten weeks of the season. Have you gone that far or anything? Uh, I have not, and I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, this is something I've been thinking about: is is wondering. Okay, so you're you're mapping it out based on what? Based on the Vegas lines? Uh, no, I actually just mapped it out based off like my own preseason intuition of good teams playing bad teams. But obviously, like that will change because the teams I thought were good won't be good, and vice versa. Right. So then, what is the point of ma- is the point of mapping it out that you're like looking to save teams for later in the season? Uh, I'm not sure what the point is. Uh, I just figured <laughs> it was the smarter way to do it. I haven't done an eliminator pool in a couple of years, actually, because uh, I always lose in like week one and get really mad at them, or or yeah. I always forget to put my pick in, and then I'll get even madder at myself. That's what I thought. I thought Frogger was going to do that, like, forget to put his pick in week one. Uh, Frogger's, how, how well do you think Frogger, how many weeks do you think Frogger lasts in this? Uh, I'll, I would put the, the line at four weeks. Four weeks. I, he's got help. I know one of his roommates is a pretty serious football fan. Um, well, yeah, and also Frogger is smart, and, like, Eliminator is not like fantasy where you have to constantly, you know, know what's going on in football. You basically just have to, once a week, go and read read up on who are the good teams playing the bad teams. Yeah, or you could... I mean, you probably literally could just go to the Vegas Lions and pick the biggest spread each week and do pretty well. Uh, yeah, but you'd, you'd just run out of teams. Yeah, I mean, yes, you, you, you would run out of teams eventually. Um, yeah. so. I mean, that was part of my reason for, for trying to map it out was so if... I, I don't know, if there was a week, it, like one team had a much better matchup, like, so I would know which week to use my good teams, but... I'm, I'm not pl- like I might break it already because week two says I'm going with New England over the Jets and New England has zero receivers playing in this game. I think this is this is going to be a the, great 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 week for the Jets. The not Jets only are they going to win, which is which is going to make me happy, but they're also going to eliminate like sixty percent of every every person worldwide participating in a survival pool. It's going to be great. You you re- you really think they're going to win the game straight up? I do. I think they're gonna they're gonna win twenty one to twenty with with another late field goal. So did they, I mean I didn't really watch them in week one. Did they look good or did Tampa just look awful or did both teams just look awful? <laughs> they both looked awful. That's what I thought. <laughs> I, I don't think. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, the the Jets were just totally dead in the water, and there was like a bunch of boneheaded plays throughout the whole game that kept them in it. So I mean, it's Geno Smith. 
I'll take him over Mark Sanchez, definitely. And I get to wear my Revis jersey this week for the first time this season. Because I couldn't wear it last week. Because playing against him. Exactly. So, so this is, there's, everything is going for the Jets this week. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, like, New England, in, in the past three or four years, like, they're always a little shaky the first five or six games and get up to, like, three and three, four and two, and then just win ten straight. Yeah, and what, but, what was it? Was it two years ago that the, just like the middle of the season, the Jets upset the Patriots too? I mean, there was. Just, uh, it, don't remember, it, but it, I'm sure it's happened. It's a, it's a divisional game. It's like you know, it's a AFC East division game, and anything can fucking happen. They almost lost to the Bills last week. I mean, it's. No, you're right. So, do you want to put your pick on the air, or is that uh, you don't have the balls to do that? Which which the Jets? No, you're li- my the eliminator pick. Do you have a pick already? Uh, I. I'm going back and forth between uh, some picks. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess that's not so bad to say. You don't have to say. I mean, everyone's I'm actually, I'll, I'll tell you that I'm considering uh, the Eagles, actually, just because uh, I think they're, if I'm going to pick them at any point in the season, it's going to be early, well, while Mike Vick is not, you know, hunched over on the sideline, like, with... Before injured, and before teams get used to playing against that, like, before teams have a, a lot of film to scout them on. Yeah. And, well, and the, you, the Chargers must just be, like, so demoralized from last week. Yeah, you've got everything. They're demoralized. You've got, like, the West Coast team coming to the East 1 o'clock game, which everyone debates if it actually matters or not, but I think yeah. a lot of people think it does. And that that line actually, I looked today. It's like Eagles at at minus nine. It's the second highest line of the week. So that's it's not a bad bet. Um, that's, ridiculous. that's ridiculous. It's at nine. I, I actually bet. I bet on the Chargers because I think that I was going to say I'll take I'll take the Chargers for the spread, but Philly for winning the game. I'm I'm, uh, I'm hoping that's you're right. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's completely ridiculous. Eagles were four and twelve last year, and they played one game this year, and now they're at minus nine. Huh. Against the Chargers, who have like a legitimate offense, like it's. I mean, uh, well, yeah, legi- maybe legitimate. I mean, they scored like four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I think Phil Rivers' passer rating was like zero. Everyone was what the stats said, but yeah. But again, that's my pick, and I'm, I'm not going to say I'm definitely pick, picking this team just because I don't think that's good for eliminator strategy. No, it's. it's, it's I encourage everyone to pick the Patriots this week. Were you surprised there were so many on the Colts last week? I was a little surprised by that. No, and you can also see the percentage of people in, like, you know, ESPN worldwide who, who pick which team. Oh, and, you can? I haven't, I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, it's just, it's just like when you log in and uh, look at your pick for that week. You scroll down to the bottom, it'll show you, like, who's picking whom. So I think it was, like, 40% of people picked the Colts. Wow. Uh, yeah, I guess I thought I was, like, being smart there because the Colts have been, like, a really popular regression team. If, like, Grant lands all over that, a lot of people have been saying, like, they're not nearly as good as their record from last year. But I guess Oakland just saw And Oakland, I mean, that, that's, that scared me. Oakland was very close to winning that game. Yeah, it was, it was pretty scary. I mean, yeah, there was... Last week was... Could have been really, really bad. I mean, we could have had like what, like one person. We could have had someone win Eliminator last week. No, because the, the Chiefs were the team that was ever going to lose, and they had Moose and Noah. But it could have been down to two. Oh, okay. Wait, so Noah picked the Chiefs too? Okay, I know. Yeah, okay, is gotcha. is very sad, and Ryback uh, <laughs> picked the Chiefs. Um, cool. So let's go on to week two. You're you're going up against Anton, I think, right? Yeah. Are you in contact with him right now to trash talk, or is he? Has he gone dark on his honeymoon? 
I, you know, I wouldn't put it past Anton to listen to the podcast, like, you know, at 3 a.m. on his honeymoon. Right. Uh, I, I, and, and I say that as a compliment, too. That's I completely agree. I, I'm going to be pod, podcasting during my honeymoon next year, so be ready for that. Is that people. right? <laughs> I where, mean, where on your honeymoon? We, we haven't planned it out yet, but it'll be... In you haven't fall. planned it out yet, but you've planned to podcast. Well, it'll be during football season, so I'm not going to take a week off. I mean, I'm... yeah. Okay, so let's take a look at um, my matchup versus Anton. I think he's projected to win, but I think he is too. I was just looking. Where did I have week two up? Yeah, he's projected at one twenty nine or one thirty six. You're projected at one twenty nine. I mean, I let me just take a quick look at this. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously very worried about my quarterback situation, especially with Ross, Roethlisberger losing his best offensive yeah, lineman. Yeah, that pouncy loss is uh, uh, going to be a really huge bad. thing for you. Like, he can't stay healthy anyway, and he just lost his best O-lineman. I know. I wasn't big on him anyway, but... And the other thing is because you've got Antonio Brown, too. I, I don't know. I, I think that's a rough loss for both of those players, actually. I mean, I'm not... I mean, I'm not, I'm not thrilled with... Ben Roethlisberger, Tannehill, even when they're if they're both going to you know, perform well. So it, it's I'm really just hoping for big performances from other people, and I think I have you know the lineup to do that. I would lo- I mean like if I get 15 points out of my quarterbacks, I'm going to be happy. Yeah, and well, I, I mean your, your running backs are going to have an advantage every week. Like that's that's where you're you're going to be the most solid always, especially against Anton. You could outscore him by like 40 running back points easily. Right. And and uh, and obviously I'm worried about Aaron Rodgers. I'm not worried about Josh Freeman. I don't think he's gonna do anything. He's going else. against New Orleans though. That's... Yeah. But they their defense actually wasn't that bad against Atlanta. They held them to like seventeen points. Yeah, and, and <laughs> the Jets D is projected to score a negative five points this week. So. <laughs> is it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't uh, think I've ever seen that, so that's pretty good. Oh, against New England, that is hilarious. And there's a yeah. chance Anton won't, I mean, I guess he's going to change his roster, but he might not if he's busy. Yeah, I mean, you can also just, like, bench a defense and yeah, leave that spot open. So. You can, yeah, you can have a zero point. That actually wouldn't be the worst thing for him, probably. Has he, <laughs> has he been on Tron Chat at all, or is he completely... In, like, no, yeah, he he checks in every now and then. I mean, okay. the what is the the time zone difference? Obviously, you know, we we don't really talk that much, but he's he's, he's doing well, and I think he secretly misses, uh, you know, fantasy football. So okay, well, I'm I'm happy for him. Uh, yeah, I think I think you will probably beat him. I think I ranked you ahead of him this week in the power rankings, right? Yeah, but I mean your your early season power rankings. I don't pay <laughs> much attention to. It's, I, it's, I, know it's, from, I know from experience that they don't really you know end up being so important. Dude, we week one, five of the six higher ranked teams won. I might be getting better at this. I, I guess so, uh, but you know I think there's uh, like the method to your madness is 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 laid right out there, like because you. You basically just like change teams' positions based on where they were last week. I think for week one, you should just like start anew. Um, yeah, that that's probably something to consider for next year. I mean, yeah, I, I do like your your picture selections this week. It's I, getting hard to think of new themes that I can get one for everyone. Yeah, I, I, I would I would like to see someone rank all of our siblings in terms of attractiveness. I think Ooh, that, would, that, would be, that, that would be interesting. Not, to um. Your brother's got a nice picture here. I don't know if that's what you're going for. Are you trying to get him number one? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, he's he's got the 
the the Winninger business look. So well, is that like his professional headshot? Like what? It's definitely yeah. When he was working for a consulting firm, they uh, like uh, company wide, you know, yeah, backdrop yeah. shots. So yep. I, uh, it's pretty funny. I've seen those before. Um, I don't know. Is whose sister is the hottest? I probably don't want to say. It. I don't want to make like that could actually offend people, but. Oh, and then, well, I don't have to worry about offending Noah, because he knows his, his sister is hot. So. I'm, not, I'm not worried about that either. Um, yeah, I actually think, I, he was in this picture too, but I had to crop him out, and it looks a lot better this way. It looks a whole lot better, especially with, the, with the, the emphasis on the dog and his sister. I mean, you just, it's like, you, you trade it up in yep. either case. Uh, but okay, so back to your power rankings. I, I, I mean, I, I love your power rankings. I think they're great, but... You know, early on in the season, I mean, it's going to be like completely inverse of what they are at the end of the season. Dude, I I completely agree. I will not defend the early season power rankings. It's pretty hard. I mean, after everyone drafts, it's pretty hard to to actually like decide who's better than who. I mean, theoretically, every team should be pretty even because obviously snake draft makes it that way. But so, what did you yeah. think of? Um, so this year, I did like grading by position for each team. What do you think of how I graded out your units? Fair? Not fair? What do you What do you think? Let me take a look at that. Was that in the week zero power week zero rankings? Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I gave your quarterbacks a two out of ten. That's probably a little too low. It's probably like a three or a four. I, I mean, I don't I don't disagree with it, but it's very very clear that you base you based your rankings in that order, right? So, like the people with the highest quarterback rankings are the people who are at the the top of the list. Right? Yep, I have my behind the scenes algorithm that I tweaked this year, and but it, it still probably uh, weights quarterbacks too high. Yeah, I, I, I think the quarterbacks are too high. Uh, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I agree that my quarterbacks are probably they definitely are at the the bottom of the, the spectrum or the the rankings. But I think overall, my team is a lot better than being ranked ten. Well, you move, yeah, you were 10, and now you're, I don't know. Eight. Eight. I'm eight. Yeah. Right, but, like, if, if you had ranked me eight in the week zero power rankings, I'd be ranked six right now, you know? You, you might be. I don't, I don't know. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not always as simple as that. Um, yeah, well, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I just, there's, like, your, your team, like, you did just throw up a good score, so it's very respectable. I don't know. I, I just, I don't good, love your wideouts either. It's it's a good score, and if you look at it, it's a really well balanced score. Like I didn't get any ridiculous performances. No, I, I, I think I wrote that that you didn't get any like unrepeatable games from anyone, which would be a, like a lot of people obviously did, myself included, like thirty yeah. points from Julius Thomas and so forth. But yeah, and I'm, I'm benching Lance Moore this week. I'm pretty upset with how bad he looked. Um, the, I'm but sure. the thing about Moore is like, as soon as you bench him, he's going to have a good game. Like. He's never going to be consistent, but he's going to have, like, four or five good games. I know. And that's, 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 I mean, that's the kind of problem. But I have a great bench. Look at my bench is, like, Eddie Lacy, Brent Selleck, who's now apparently, you know, playing for a high-powered offense again. Selleck uh, looks good. He's going to get a lot of looks. Um, yeah. And I really like Ruben Randall. I think Ruben Randall is going to be the, the new, you know, Giants guy. So I'm You pretty- think there's room for him to be consistent with Cruz and Knicks there, though? Yeah, that's that's the way the NFL works. Like, you know, wide receivers get like one to two years where no one is covering them because the better receivers are being covered by, you know, uh, the best corners in the league. Yeah. It's, I, I, yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be good, but we'll see. Yeah, you're right. Um, no, your your bench is solid 
49 total points. And actually, that's distributed. Like, four bench players hit double digits, which is actually really good. Yeah. Um, Michael Floyd will ha- could have value, too, if Arizona becomes a high-powered passing attack, which I'm hoping yeah. for with Carson Palmer. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, that was just one of those, like, I got him very late, I think, Michael Floyd, so I, I don't have too high expectations for him, but Eddie Lacy, man, I think he's 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 the, the new hotness as well, so. So, I, so, yeah, I mean, I agree, Eddie Lacy's going to be pretty solid, but unless you can trade him for someone, he's just going to send your bench, because you're never going to start him over Jackson. Tannehill? I might start him over Tannehill, I mean. That's, that's, that's actually a good point, you could go three <laughs> running backs, that, that people have uh, done that before, I think the only person to do that in our league before is me. And I, like, when I last season was starting, like, four wide receivers or three oh, running backs. Oh, right, because you, you had Matt Ryan last year and then, like, no second quarterback, right? Yep, that, that is me. Um, well, maybe you should just draft quarterbacks earlier, man. I don't know. I mean, like, I had a pretty good season last year until MJD got injured and my trade went sour, and I, I was doing well, you might recall. No, I, I do recall. You had a bye. You were, like, number one in the standings for most of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, like I said, I'm, I, I think, like, I'm happy with my draft. Uh, I drafted for value, and, I, you know, if I need to trade, I'll trade. So. Good. Well, if if you win a couple more games, you, you can move up in the rankings. I'm not I'm not sold on your team yet, but you can. <laughs> you, no, I'm just being honest. You can you can prove me wrong. Um, so for for pickups, how many? I'm interesting to see what people do with waivers this week because I think everyone's going to be very afraid of wasting their waiver spot. Like how many? Yeah. And there's no like huge breakout player like an Alfred Morris from last year or someone who's on waivers right now. Who's the Who's the Redskins guy? What's his name? Henderson or Haderson or something? What is it? Hankerson. Hankerson. The wideout. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be anything special though. Yeah, I don't either. But this is the podcast. We should be trying to influence people's opinions. So that's, use, that's use up those waiver picks, people. <laughs> up those waiver picks on Leonard Hankerson. I, I don't know. I I'd be surprised if there's more than like two or three people actually put in waiver claims. I think. Yeah, and they're gonna be for like Eddie Royal and. Kellen Winslow. Yeah. The, the other thing, actually, I remember sometime when we were talking rule changes, Fuse brought up the fact there's like a 15-round draft, so it's an odd number, which doesn't make sense for a snake. But uh, the more I'm thinking about it, like, having the first waiver claim is such a bigger advantage than the first pick in round 16 would have been, that it's like actually the opposite of what he was saying. It's like it's so much better to, to not have that 16th round for the people that would be picking first in it. Well, why are we dealing with 15? No, because it's so it, it, the draft is 15 rounds, which doesn't right. make sense for a snake oh, draft. Oh, it's oh, theoretically right. unbalanced to the people that draft later. But those people are now first in line for the waiver claim, which means so much more, I think, than the 16th round would have. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, um, I, I mean, but again, this I, I think this is overall, this is a better... Uh, waiver system than we had last year. I don't like. I don't the, the resetting. I'm very happy with. It. I'm loving the IR spot. Also, I picked up Percy Harvin, who's supposedly making good progress, and I'm just going to keep him there all season. I think. And I think that's he's going to be there the whole season. Uh, no, he's going to. He tweeted out week seven, so I don't know if he if he plays by week ten or eleven. If if not, uh, um, I mean, if any of my players actually get injured, I'll probably have to drop him. But like, I'd rather have him there than than no one. Like, at least there's a chance there. Yeah, I think I, I I was able to put uh, my guy on the bench too, Le'Veon, Le'Veon, Le'Veon. Le'Veon. Well, how long is he out for? 
Uh, I think he, they said he's going to start, uh, I think they're like, I mean, he has to stay out for a certain amount of the season, right? Like, that's the way the... Is he on the pup list? I haven't... On, I think he's on the pup list, so, which means you have to stay out until, like, week six or something. But through, through week six. It means week seven is the first week he can play. So, yeah, I, I thought he was on that, but I can let me check right now. Let's see what they, the, the latest news on him is. Another month of action, they say. So, we'll see. Okay. Cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about, or should I get to this week's Tron Ranks? Oh, yeah, no, let's, uh, yeah, let's get to the rankings. Okay, so, so you listened to last week, I'm sure, so you remember the rules of Tron Ranks? Uh, I just give you three, top three, bottom. Top three, bottom three. You can rank them if you want, you don't have to. Um, every week it's a new random question. You ready for it? I'm ready. Tron Ranks week two. So, you are on, so you and one Tron are trapped in the wilderness, in a forest, 10 miles in any direction, actually, that's not enough, 100 miles in any direction <laughs> from civilization, no anything, no supplies, nothing. You have to survive and figure out how to survive. Who are your top three Trons, bottom three Trons from this league? Okay. I feel like it's almost easier to do the bottom three first. Probably. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I should be on the bottom because I would just freak out if this ever happened to me. I would have no common sense whatsoever. But yeah, it's, it's I was, um, Let's see. Uh, bottom three, I'm going to say uh, Landchop, just because he's he's really whiny. Yeah. He would, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he has any wilderness skills. He would probably die of, like, you know, heat exhaustion or, like, sunstroke because he's a redhead. Exactly. Uh, although that does mean I could eat his body if he died fast enough. Um, but, no, I, I, I think... Even that would not make up for, you know, him, him being lamp chop. Um, so he's uh, he's the first one on the bottom. Uh, I'd say I'd say you actually. I'm more than fine with that. Yeah, I, just because I I think you're. I mean, I well, you have like some technical skills, so you might be able to. Help Dude, this, out, this is not. This would not be my strong suit by any means. I would just freak out the whole time and probably cry. Yeah, I feel like you know a little bit too much about, like, uh, soft cock women's rock and, like, fashion and stuff that you would not even be interested in, like, wilderness survival. Right? Nope. Uh, not my thing. Okay, so that's that's two, and I need a third. Um, I feel like, the, I mean, they're, like, the guys I don't know as well, probably. I, I'm so, well, I'll just say Vigo. I mean, that, that's, that's a, is that a good choice? <laughs> probably. The only thing I'm worried about with John Rex is I don't want Vigo to be on the bottom every week. All right, well, maybe, maybe, maybe you should have thought this through a little bit more. No, I, I did. Well, I didn't, actually. Um, but I'll, I'm sure Vigo's listening. I'll, I'll figure out something that you're in the top three. Right. I mean, I think, it, like, I, I, it's, it's, it's like a toss-up for me between... Fuse, Vigo, and Hudson, and, and really like Moose, I guess. Like those, those guys, I just I don't I don't really like talk to them as much, so I don't know uh, I don't know what they're what they could offer me. All right, so um, so, so let's move that, on that's to my bottom three. Top th top three, top three, uh, definitely Choir Boy. Uh, yeah, I know Choir Boy is my number one for this. 
Yeah, Quiet Boy might be my number one as well, just because, like, he's a very outdoorsy person. I see, like, pictures of him hiking and climbing, and and he's a smart guy. And Exactly. Like, I look at all of your Facebook pictures a lot for power yeah. rankings, and CB yeah. doesn't have a picture of him not outside in the wilderness. Like, he doesn't yeah. have a single picture of him, like, inside. Yeah. Um, and he's also, like, very composed. He wouldn't, like, start freaking out like you would. No, he'll, like, keep, he'll keep his head. He's, he's a good choice. Um, I would say uh, Yoni, uh, just uh, not because I think he has any particularly good skills, but we have, like, a good rapport. I feel like we could keep each other uh, amused and, you know, uh, fight off uh, the kind of delirium that might be setting in. That's definitely part of it, if you want to just pick, like, people to get along with instead of just trying to survive. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think so. Uh, and then a third person... Um, this is this is tough. I mean, it, it's like it's close between Anton and Noah. Oh, good. I, choose one. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to choose uh, Anton because he doesn't need to eat. To if you've survive. ever that's true. Spent, spent any time with him, he can survive on like three nibbles of cheese for like three days. What is so no if, cheese though? Well, well, that's well, well, exactly. So, right. So, I I catch a squirrel with the you know the snare I've I've set up, and he's like, oh, that's okay. I'm not really that hungry, and so I get to eat it all. And so he's already like a, a good partner in the wilderness. That would happen. Good, good, good. Trying to make We should decide going forward if Frogger is eligible for these also or not. Um, I don't uh, know. Do you think he should be? I think he. Well, he's in Eliminator. He's not in Fantasy. Okay, I think. Well, but was he offered to last week's rankings? I mean, um, no, he wasn't. So, but I could just add okay. this in for people starting next week, like not go back and do it for the previous. Okay, okay, yeah, that's fair. I would, I would say add him in next week. I think so. So Frogger will be eligible for next week. Um, so, so I think my top top three definitely CB, definitely Moose. Also, Moose is good at outdoor stuff like this. Um, yes, he's, he, he's a survivor. Um, Moose, CB. I keep thinking kind of Noah, but I could also just I don't know. Like there, there, there's nothing there's nothing that, you know, says you can't uh vote for the other host of the podcast that week, right? No, that's true. Oh, should I should I pick you? Actually no, I will pick you. You're probably good at this stuff, right? Yes, I am. So okay. That's that's a that's a good choice. I think I agree with I'm that. I'm glad you steered me that direction so subtly. <laughs> um, so I, and that's your first top appearance in a Tron rank, I believe. So I was got. I in a was I in a bottom rank? No, I was in the top. Uh, didn't you rank me as being a good person to argue? Oh, with did I? Oh, maybe I, I thought you were just a no one. But um, okay. Oh, so just two <laughs> tops in a row. Um, yeah. So I've got UCB Moose. My bottoms um, Fuse. Um, I might end up with Fuse on the bottom every week. Um, <laughs> fuse. <laughs> Part of this is picking people that won't like turn on me, probably. Um, <laughs> like, or that would be the reason for that. Like, I'm gonna put Yoni on the bottom because I think he would like turn on me and like sacrifice me to the wolves or something and just survive <laughs> himself. So, use Yoni. Uh, who else is in the league? I should think about these ahead of time, so it's not just dead air. Um, you and Yoni are still reeling from that argument about the part of the <laughs> I actually looked it up and I was wrong about that. 
You were? Are you are you willing to apologize on the air? When when he comes on the podcast, I will. Um, if he still remembers, he was just he was really drunk. Also, um, well, it, well, it's I a, wasn't wrong about everything I was, I said, but I was wrong about the like the main point of argument. Um, I looked I looked it up, and he the, he was right about that article. Um, did you did you man up and like? Email? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him to come to the podcast. Okay, got it. That's my that's my line of communication to all of you. Um, all right, so Fuse, Yoni, and I'm also going to go Lamb Chop, actually. Yeah. That's I'll, I'll double down those reasons. Also, I'm going to crush him this week in fantasy, and that's going to feel good. Dude, Lamb Chop's team looks like uh, a fucking 2008 All-Stars team, all right? It's going nowhere this uh, year. If Vic is good, I'm really scared about his team. I, I, but all, It's but not going to be good. It's not going to be good. It's, uh, I mean, and his his logo is like, uh, like a harbinger for for what his team is going to be this year. Like it's it's fucking Deion Sanders, right? Like yep. look at his team: Julio Jones, as he calls him, Victor Cruz, Mike Vick. Come on, this is the, Chris Johnson. These are all this is old hat. Well, Julio Jones is in his third year, but everyone else you're right about. <laughs> Still, Brandon <laughs> Whedon. Come on. Yeah, Brandon Weaver, he's been around forever. I mean, he's like 29 by now. How many years has he been in the league? Yeah, exactly. Come on. All right, Lionel, anything else we should talk about, or is that it for a podcast? That's it. I think you're doing a bang-up job, Narf. Oh, man, I appreciate it. That's why that's why you're first in my Tron ranks every week. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for having me. All right, have a good night, man.